Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Um, welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm Hannah. And today we're joined by a very special guest. Who is it? It's me, Ezra Weiss. Oh, that's, Hi. Ezra, that's right. I remembered it was somebody, I just couldn't remember who it was. Burn. Josh is spicy today. Oh my god, it's because I'm hungry. What was that, Ezra? I said, I said, maybe you should do this interview after we eat. I made sure I was in a good mood for the interview, so I shaved my face. I know, it looks fantastic. You look Thank good. you. And um, all of our wonderful uh, podcast listeners, Ezra is actually going to be sending that beard to us, and we're going to be giving it away on the show. That's wow. right. I've got the beard right here. Damn. I don't know if you can see it. I shaved the beard, and I kept it right here. It's in the Ziploc bag, Josh, not to worry. That's disgusting. And uh, it's going to go to the highest bidder, and then I'm going to use that money for the college fund for Sarah and Jacob. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> And it is so gross. It, oh. Well, in solidarity, uh, Ezra, I, I did a little bit of a shave, too. I got rid of all my gross as well. Good. Yeah. And it wasn't Hannah, Hannah is perfect as always. Of course. Yeah, she no improvement necessary. She has to shave every day to, get, to keep her, her so skin like that. Good. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. It does. Now, I need to ask one question. Am I shouting? Or do I, I mean, how's my vocal level? Am you I sound, shouting? You sound perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, great. Perfect. I can't talk. Words are hard. All right, good. Then, then I know, because I'm shouting here in the house, but mm -hmm. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina's going to throw something at you, man. Be careful. Your back is turned. She can, she can easily Nothing get you. New. Nothing new. There she is. Hello. Hi. Wait. Hello. Let me look at the computer. I, I looked at the computer. I was like, that didn't work. No. All righty. Uh, this episode of the ASP is brought to you by our good friends over at Funimation. You can get two free weeks of anime with Funimation. We'll hear a little bit about them a little bit later on. Plus, we have another sponsor this week. Our other sponsor is Ripped Apparel, where you can get super dope shirts for only ten dollars a month, uh, ten dollars, ten dollars a month, ten dollars, yeah. ten dollars a month for all the shirts you want. Yay. That's a new thing. Um, no, but you get ten percent off by using the code ASP10 at checkout. And yeah, wow. get yourself some a dope shirt. They unfortunately do not have miraculous ladybug and cat noir shirts. So wrong. Yeah. So wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. New new uh, designs daily. So maybe we'll get a Fingers we'll get crossed. a cat noir. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about Miraculous Ladybug Season 2, Part 2, that just hit on Netflix. Yay! Yay! Now, uh, Ezra, uh, is there a reason that you're on this show, on this episode? I can't remember. Like, what, You're just a big fan of the show, right? I'm a big fan of the show. Um, I can't stop thinking about this show. I live it. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I also direct the English voice cast of Miraculous Ladybug. So if you watch the show on Netflix and you select the English track to watch the show, that is uh, all of the amazing actors that you've had so many of on this podcast, but also that's the work that I do, directing the English voice cast. Oh, man. 
Yeah, and uh, we thank you for coming on yet another one of our shows. Yes. How oh my gosh, it's this a now? pleasure. Uh, this makes too many. Yep. But we need a fourth one because there's another show that I also want to discuss with you that's also animated. Is it Be the Beginning? It it it, it is uh, on Toonami. We can talk about ah, that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yes, Megaloblock. Mm-hmm. Megaloblock. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That I I want to watch that one so bad. It's just I'm trying Megalobox to get past the Christmas so season. <laughs> In fact, I think we might watch it today. There's only two episodes that have aired so far on Toonami. I think I'm going to watch both of them again today. So there you go. Not bad. Yeah. But I'm going to first watch more of Miraculous Ladybug Season 2. Exactly. So let's start off with Miraculous Ladybug Season 2, episode, well, Season 2, Part 2. I was going to say Season 2, Episode 1, which doesn't work. No. Um, right. And Netflix is also very confusing, confusing yes. because Netflix says it's Season 3, Episode 1, which yeah. doesn't make, yeah, which is, yeah, Don't it's all kinds that. of weird. So don't believe that. It's totally season two, part two, and so if we slip up and yeah, say something weird, it's season it's two, happen. part two. Yes. Yeah, so, I'll tell you why it's season two, part two, because currently I'm directing season three. Spoilers. So I know that season three is its own thing, and it's not something that Netflix is trying to do to be like, or, you know, to be like, oh no, the second half of season two is really season three. But it's not. It is a complete season, and season three we are currently working on now. Yay! Yay! Oh boy. So, uh, and we're and we watch them in the Netflix order. So the Netflix order to me seems kind of weird. Like everything's yeah. kind of like bouncy around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you would think that at some point, at some point. I mean, I understand you can roll out a series however you want to. But maybe at some point you would put the origin story as the first and second episode. Nah. And no, then just throw you the can really, in. pretty much you could really, you know, you could figure out like how well they know each other by the, the dynamic they have in the classroom when they're at school. And you can see how the relationships are evolving between their friendships as well as the crushes that they have. But it's just kind of jumbled around and you piece it together in your own head. And that also works really well for some fans because then they figure out, hmm, what is the order? Kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, it, it's, it's very much like that. I mean, especially with uh, our first episode of Season 2, Part 2, is Frightingale. And oh. um, so that's uh, Marinette is cast to play Ladybug and Adrian is Cat Noir for a music video honoring the heroes. But the star gets akumatized into a musical monster. Why did she get akumatized, well, Josh? Uh, okay, so uh, let's let's put it let's put one ding up right now for Chloe Bourgeois causing somebody to be akumatized. So one. that's right, Chloe Bourgeois I think causes more people to be akumatized than anyone else in the series. So um, if you don't yeah. like Chloe Bourgeois, then you don't like Miraculous Ladybug because we wouldn't have any villains and then we wouldn't have a show. Mm -hmm. She's so, behind Marinette, or she? I mean, Marinette's. I don't know. This season, like, it was yeah, kind Marinette of a tie. Marinette I don't know. quite a few this season. Or Marinette no. doesn't cause that many. Indirectly, Chloe... she causes way more. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, not because well, like, Marinette's mean or anything like Chloe. Chloe's like mean. 
Marinette, she gets a little, like, she gets something into her head, mm -hmm. and it might hurt somebody's feeling as she's trying to do that thing. So there are it's not degrees. like a purposefully I'm going to hurt somebody caused by Marinette. Yeah. Well, there are de definitely degrees of Chloe, and there are C Chloe episodes where she is downright nasty. Oh, mean yeah. and nasty. And then there's other episodes where just sort of her behavior and her, her feelings of superiority makes other people feel really... Um, insecure and that can trigger stuff but there's definitely like the episodes of chloe where she is villain girl mm -hmm. yeah there's, um, there's a lot of scale yeah. for a second so we have a clara nightingale which is great definitely modeled after um the uh great designs that we saw from the laura morano um music videos wearing the same outfits the episode kind of deals with that, right? Making of a music video with a well-known musical artist. And boy, I'll tell you, when I watched this episode, I was freaking out because we see that Cat Noir has to put the mask on his face in the cat, I mean, that Adrian has to get dressed up as Cat Noir. I love it. And that Arnett has to get dressed up as Ladybug. And that once they put their masks on, forget it. Secret's gone. Yeah. I really loved, like, Adrian's like, I can't, I can't put the mask, so I'm going to, like, hide the mask in this pile of laundry, and no one will ever find it. I like how they both right. had the exact same, like, <laughs> we're like, let's put it exactly right here underneath these four towels. Yes. We're going to put it right here, and no one will ever think to look in this pile of clothes to find our masks. So we right. can't, so the secret won't get out. But what Boy, actually, but how about... Oh, Sorry. I was going to say they got real close to putting those masks on their face. It got super tense. It was it was very it was very that slow-mo like yeah. pan up. Yeah. See, I what I really like about the episode though is that Marinette was not out to be Ladybug. She just wanted right. to have a good time with her friends. And she didn't then... even want to she didn't even want to do the video. She just wanted to be an extra with her friends. Right. She just wanted to have a fun time and be there and have fun with Alia, Alex, Rose, Juliet. Is that... Was... Julica? Yeah, Rose and Julica were there. Yeah, Rose and Julica. I was trying to think. Who else might have been there? Everybody. Was Alia. Everybody? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty Alex much everybody. Alex was there. Yeah. Alex, which is now like, you know... In, in Prime Girl Squad. So. Yeah. So it's like she just wanted to be there, have a fun time with her girlfriends, and like no intention of ever becoming the star of this music video. But that is like really like pinnacle of who Marinette is, is that she doesn't want to be the star of anything. She just right. wants to be like a team player, be there for everybody, be supportive. And she wants to stand out, but she doesn't want to stand out above anybody else. I love that about that character. I love it. There are not many people in the world who are like that. Um, and like building everybody else up. I just, I think that's one reason why I really love the show as much is because Marinette's crafted that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we have to have a villain and our main villain in the series is Chloe Bourgeois who causes a poor what? young girl to be akumatized. Wait a minute. I think Hawk Moth is the main villain. <laughs> no, see, Hawk Moth is just a, a tool for Chloe. What? <laughs> They're in it on it together. Exactly, yes. <laughs> no. 
No. no. Chloe, you know, that's uh, one thing from uh, this season. Uh, I was like, oh, don't make Chloe a sympathetic character. Please don't do it. And then we have the two couple episodes where you're like, oh, Chloe's a sympathetic character. Well, Chloe's an anti-hero. She is an She's anti-hero. She's like Deadpool. And Tony Stark. No, Chloe's anti-bug. Um, the thing is, the more we watch episode, uh, season two, the more we realize that Hawk Moth becomes a sympathetic character. Yes. Yeah. Very much. And so. we were not expecting that. We were expecting Hawk Moth to just be a mean guy, because that's really easy to understand. But, um, you know, the creative team behind writing the episodes really added a great depth and dimension to Hawk Moth by making him be a character that is doing something out of love of his wife. I agree. He yeah, just, they they made him yes. they made him really relatable, and and Keith did a really good job this season of portraying a very compelling villain. Like he was he was emotional. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of range to his character this season, and it was really really good. Yes, I loved Keith, but I always love Keith, like in any role that I, he does. So that like it's not out of the out of the ordinary for Keith to. Be it's because he's so dreamy and tall. <laughs> Yes, and his voice is just so perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, and we had that wonderful uh, music video that was shot at the end of the at oh, the end of this dancing? episode. Everybody dancing. Everybody dancing. And see that that's why I thought like I, it, it doesn't make any sense like the uh, the order of this episode because yeah. it's episode one and there's characters in this music video. That, that we you haven't, should yeah. know exactly where we should be like, oh, they're dancing too, but we've not met them, and so you just see this random swimmer girl on screen like well, by herself, and you're like, that seems bizarre. It might just be like a buildup, though. It's like, oh, look, here's this character, like this Parisian character that you're gonna see later. You're gonna right. Learn about her more later. I mean, and, uh, yeah, and I mean, it makes it a little bit difficult when. We're, it makes it more of a challenge when we're doing the episodes because <clears throat> if there's a character that just has one line and his name is called Seller and we just, you know, have me jump in there and do that one line for here you go and then the next time we work on the episodes and we get three new episodes or four new episodes, now that character that was pretty distinguished looking known as Seller becomes Andre, the ice cream seller. Yes. And then we're like, wait a minute, that was the... And then Andre becomes a character that we see throughout season two, even if he's just in the background or walking his cart around or something. So, I mean, it would be kind of nice to know when a new character is going to be um, a recurring character, but at the same time, it's part of all of that magic that makes the show really special. That sort of piecing it together because the series is out of order and, you know, not knowing all of a sudden which character becomes in an episode or two a main guest that gets akumatized. You know, you know what I'm ready for in season three where that paraglider, he's he's going to get akumatized, the one with the bouquet. Because oh, yeah. what's going to happen is she's <laughs> not going to say yes. And it's going to oh, be no. and it's going to be bad. And you know what that means? Ezra gets to voice another another character. <laughs> um, I'm on my unlocked stream while we're doing this live, and um, Poet Angel just said, "I loved Andre. You did a wonderful job voicing him, and I thank you. I was very 
excited to voice Andre, especially when we realized in his big episode, he has to sing. <laughs> yes. you, may, you may not know. Ezra, uh, listen to our previous episode with Ezra. Ezra uh, has been singing uh, for uh, cafeteria kids for a long, long time. That's right. I was part of a, uh, a middle school group known as the Kabugnesses. Thank you so much, Josh. I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go, uh, let's go into episode two. Okay. Uh, okay. Which was Siren. Yes. Like, oh, this, my gosh. This One, wrecked your ship. I, it did wreck my ship. Uh, my, my Kim and Alex ship. It but wrecked your ship. I'm okay with it because she's, cool. because she's cool. She's really cool. We really like her. Yes, Ondine. Good old Ondine. Yes. What a oh, it, that's so such a good name because it's so it's water traditional Irish water based name. It's a good oh, name. and I loves it. Yes. <laughs> Un unlike uh, what was it? We were watching a preview for uh, some new Netflix thing, and. Right. One of the guys was like, the pride of the Emerald Isles. Go, and you're, you're like, that's, that's not how that's supposed to sound. <laughs> oh, like, and I'm like, what? No. No. There must have been great debate about that when they were recording it. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really loved the uh, Siren episode because we got to see that the Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir get special powers mm -hmm. that they use that are like elemental stones except now they are macaroons, macaroons and camembert <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> which is I, I was watching this episode and i go oh we're gonna have our sailor moon power-up moment here it is and it's beautiful <laughs> and it was oh man it was i love the new suit design i love aqua tiki like the whole koi, oh god, aqua tiki and the, aqua plaid. Like the koi theme, like yes, just the, the detail on Ladybug's suit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, oh, that's it's so nice. shimmery. Yeah, and I shimmering. love that Paris goes underwater, and we watch them sort of fight underwater. I thought that was awesome. It was really cool. It was I, and there's also there's a underlining little bit in the beginning of this episode where. Uh, Cat Noir knows that Ladybug is hiding things from him, and she can't tell him these secrets. And you can, he gets he gets pouty like a like he's just a sad lonely kitty. Um, well, he gets a he gets a little emo, doesn't he? He does just a little. Well, he's little just emo. like he because he thought that that wouldn't ever happen with probably his relationship with Ladybug. Mm -hmm. Right, there would be secrets outside of like who each other are. But he gets right. enough of that at home, and so now that that's entered into his lady, his yeah, because he, he has his everyday life, and then he has his real life, yeah. And now his, uh, the secrets are you know moving from his everyday life into his real life, and he's just like, I don't, it's like I don't want secrets outside the one that we promised to keep to each other. Yeah, nope. he wants. There's more, and so I can tell, like, I, I feel like Cat Noir is within reason of why he's yeah. upset in this episode. I agree. It's justified, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I liked uh, Kim and Undine's little uh, little game that they played. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that seems super adorable. It, it just seems super cute. They are super cute. They are a really cute couple. And she's a wonderful voice uh, that Erica Harlicker gave life to in the English version. Mm -hmm. And we were very excited 
to work together on it because I've been trying to get Erica Harlicker on uh, Miraculous Ladybug in season one, but it just never happened. And I'm so, so happy that she got to play on Dean and I hope they come and keep giving uh, more episodes for her. Me too. Yeah. She's a great character. They need to bring her back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't say if they will or they won't because I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen her yet. But I also hope they bring her back. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, for selfish reasons. I like working with Erica. <laughs> well, I mean, she's going to be busy doing a bunch of the uh, Gretzico stuff because season two is supposed to be coming out next year. So. Oh, right. She's in that one? Mm-hmm. She's the main character. Oh. I thought that was Erica Mendez. You're absolutely right. It's not Erica Harlacker. Oh, no, I know. I so bad. I know my friends Oops. work. Oops. <laughs> I, got my, I, got my, I got my Erica's mixed up. Oh, no. <laughs> This one's Erica with a K, like Instagram, like uh, Instagram yeah. account. Yeah. A K. Josh, cut that. <laughs> Josh, cut when you dare. sound like an he'll, idiot. He'll issue an apology. Well, see, it doesn't matter because it's already on unlocked anyway. So they're just like, "What an <laughs> idiot!" Somebody heard it on unlocked, didn't you guys? They all heard it. They all heard they the, heard the it. stupidness. They did. They're not even my... paying attention anymore. They still bring hearts. <laughs> Well, they didn't get to hear my wonderful rendition of uh, Black Parade. No. So that's kind of sad. No. Um, episode. No, no. Episode... Save them for your rendition of Black Parade. <laughs> oh, that was great. Everybody loved it. Um, the neighbors were like banging on the wall because um, <laughs> they were happy. Um, episode three is Zombie Zoo. My favorite. Yeah. A fantastic well, episode. That's because you're a Miss Bustier fan, aren't you? Hannah? I am. I love Miss Bustier. Bustier. She's such a great character where she just wants everybody to be happy. And, yes. Uh, then she has to teach Chloe. Let's talk about the obvious, amazing feature of Zombie Zoo. And that is that all the characters need to kiss each other on the lips. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> Wasn't that fun? The, uh, the episode that confirmed so many ships. So many ships. So many ships. Which which was the number one ship that everyone went? Yes, oh, it was it was Rose and Julica. Rose and Julica. Yes. Which which they kind of cut a little bit. They cut in like the the Netflix. Oh, did they? A there's a little bit because like I remember like when they showed it on like on Tumblr. Yeah. There's a part oh. where Rose kind of like moves up towards Julica, okay. and that wasn't in the Netflix. Oh, that's oh. awful. Oh, you mean moves her seat closer? Well, no, uh, it's it's like she's she's been she's been kissed on the ankle. Yeah. So she's turning into uh, a zombie, uh, a kissy zombie, and then so right. she her her head like moves up, and like Julica's supposed to like look down a little bit. Okay. And right. then they that's not there. They kind of like yeah. It just it just cuts to the back, and then you hear a ah, and then Julica's like holding her mouth, and you're like ah. Oh. We still know what happened. We still know what happened, but still. Wait a minute. How do you know that that was like legit stuff that was on Tumblr? It could have been fake. It could have been fake, but it f it flowed too well with uh with the scene. Okay. That uh -huh. it it didn't it didn't look like and it was it was grainy enough to where it looked like they, somebody actually pulled it. Okay, I'd love for you to. It like, wasn't like find perfectly. It. Like, it wasn't perfect. To find if you see if you could find that clip, go, like, go down the Tumblr hole and see if you could find it. No, because if I if I start going down the Tumblr hole, I mean we're gonna get it's gonna get bad. Yeah, Tumblr's rough. Don't do yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Oh man. But I loved this episode because there were so many like sweet moments like between Alia and Nino. Yes, yes. they're a legit couple, you guys. 
it makes me so happy because like so often it's like teenage romances are just written with like drama and angst and relationship issues and then there's Alia and Nino. And they get along great. They have a great relationship. Right. If for an issue, they talk it out. Yeah, and it's like I like that. That's another thing I like about that show is that this, the 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 characters and the relationships are written in a way. It's like you can have like a good, healthy relationship without right. drama. Right. And a lot of high school relationships are healthy. Are are good relationships without drama. Like it only happens when something really, when someone interferes with your relationship that's when drama is caused the third party usually but other than that a high school relationship is fairly drama free mm -hmm. yeah i believe that yeah you know you just sort of like are excited to see each other every day you hold hands in between classes you hold hands or sit together during lunch you support each other either yep. in your sports or in your theater or in your music or in your science yeah. you talk to each other and you know I don't know, Skype at night and <laughs> FaceTime. Do that yeah. FaceTime. Well, I love it because it's just like so much like media just shows that there's just constant problems. Const yes, and you're not having a real relationship if you don't have all that drama. Right. And it's like and this is kind of like a breath of fresh air with all these little couples cropping up in the show. It's like mm -hmm. yeah. that's not how like it actually is. You can have right. this friendship slash relationship with someone and be happy and not have all of the hoopla and drama yeah. that like so much anime and then like so much other animated TV show or even live action TV shows especially shows that live come with the with the relationship exactly yep oh, nice man. um but yeah everybody was freaking out about the Rose and Julika kiss but we don't mention the fact that Kim <laughs> Kim oh. wants Chloe. Well, Kim and well, I mean Kim and Max. Oh, that's yeah. Max right. totally kissed Kim, but we're we're gonna you know forget about that part. Cause, yeah, okay. And I, I'm just like like well, I mean they they nobody like got on that like we're like really you know They're jumping like, on that was like y'all Kim and Max kiss too like well, did we, did we you miss know, that part outside of like um, Adrian and Nino being like my ultimate broship because they're the ultimate broship. Mm -hmm. Uh. Kim and Max are like the second. Oh yeah, they bros. They they bros, and I love it. Best friends. Yeah. You know, it like defies that stereotype that Alex is like this big athletic guy, and right. uh, he's Max is... and like this small kind of nerdy guy, uh -huh. and can like actually create artificial intelligence, and they're gonna be best friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And I love that. Yeah, me too. But yeah, Miss Bustier, too pure for this world. I she mean... is. She just wanted to protect Marinette, and she, she got hypnotized. <laughs> yep. And she's like, no, stay away from my student. You see, it was just like, aww. Aww. Where was that? The whole school. Butter, was where was that butterfly going to fly to? Uh, you see, uh, and there's the, the chalk one. Right now, Marinette and Chloe, they're tied. Yeah. Because that's a totally a Marinette. That's a Marinette moment. Because mm -hmm. it's coming for Marinette. It's not coming for Chloe. Right. It's coming for Marinette. Marinette had a lot of times where she was going to get akumatized, but then calmed her act down, felt better. Yeah. It happened a lot in season one, where she was just like, and then like butterflies starting to go, and then it's like, 
No. no. It's like, okay, I gotta go back. Well, the butterfly flies away. No, and I like, um, which I find is really awesome that Christina V voices Marinette, because Christina is very open with the fact that she is an anxious person. And then you right. have Marinette, who's an anxious young woman. And I well, find that's really beautiful. Yeah. Nicely said, Hannah. Yeah. Christina does such a beautiful job. I love mm -hmm. her. <laughs> she seems like the nicest person. She, she really is. Yeah. She cares a lot. She's excited to play. Like, she's genuinely excited to play Marinette and Ladybug. Like, she looks forward to doing it. She does her homework before she comes in. She knows exactly how to play all the action sequences, to play all the romantic moments, to play all the awkward little marinette moments. She's just great. I just love Christina. She's going to take up baking <laughs> so that she's going to get more into the making macaroons. Really get well, deep into yep, that character. She's, she's going she's yeah. gonna, to gonna live in France for a while. <laughs> That's right. Hannah, here's my beard hair. You want it? I might have to pass. I just okay, grossed yeah. Josh out with the Oh, my problem. gosh. <laughs> She snapped her toenail off, man. It was gross. Well, Hannah, it needed to be done. Am I right? Yes. It feels so much better now. Yeah. And then, and then we come to episode four, which is the Breaker of Ships episode, Frozer. Oh, yes. Oh, breaking, yes. Breaking ships, breaking down walls. Well, we already have Luca introduced in part one. And same mm -hmm. thing with Kagami. And the same thing with Kagami. Yep. And... It's funny, you know, here's something that's not fair. Kagami gets introduced, and everyone hates Kagami. And everybody loves oh, Luca. Luca. Yeah. And I Luca that. And everybody loves Luca. It's just not equal, and it's not fair, but I also love every part of it. <laughs> See, I really love, I hated Luca. Why? But I loved Kagami. Because she was ruining a ship. That's, uh, he was ruining a ship. That's why Hannah hated him. But he didn't know that. I mean, he's just basically isolated on his boat. Just playing his guitar. I don't know. It's he's like a college student, too, music. man. And she's like in middle school. Actually, what, I have no idea how is, old he uh, is. Jagged Stone, Jagged Stone, he just, it's like, well, he says it really well. It's like, Marinette is just so cool. How can you not? How can you not? He does yeah. like Marinette. Marinette is cool, guys. Yeah. Let's on. So, no, um, this episode, I actually really like this episode. I knew... Like the story about how they were trying to like get over the the love shape that exists mm -hmm. in this show, and I go, oh, they're just gonna go back to liking each other by the end of it, and all will be cool. And it happens. And it happens. I do like that Luca kind of like ties Marinette's uh, skates, yeah. And then Adrian like waddles on over, <laughs> and, yep. and <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, fine, I'll tie yours too, Jesus, you know. I thought that was cute. I thought that was cute. It's an adorable episode, but I like Kakami, uh, where she says at the very end, and she's like, are you just going to do what everyone wants you to do? Right. Kagami is, you know, she she's is spicy. a very she direct, is spicy. A direct, spicy yeah. character. I love her for that. I wish she would. I, yes. I hope that, I, I want her to be part of the, the thing. I want her to get something. Part of the Miraculous I would team? love for her to be part of, like, Team Miraculous. Yeah. It would be awesome. Throw in Luca, too. Extra drama. <laughs> Well, no, because well, then Marinette's, or uh, Ladybug's going to be like, oh, hey, Snake Boy, and I don't know what, I don't know what. Uh, what if Ladybug, what if Ladybug loses her Miraculous and Kagami picks it up, puts them on her ears? 
and then has an episode where she becomes Ladybug. Spoilers, everybody, for season oh, three part. I'm just kidding. It out. <laughs> I want the fan fiction now. Oh, the fan fiction already exists. <laughs> just made it up. It's not even a real episode. <laughs> Ezra's like, notice. Note it, note it, note it. I just made it up. Who was the uh hey, who was the um the ice skating guy? The professor? The professor. Yeah. Or not the professor, but he's like the, the ice the, the, the rink instructor. manager. Yeah. Yeah. He oh well he owned the he owned the ring. The ice skating ring, but it wasn't doing great with business. Yeah. And the mayor bourgeois wanted to turn it into uh turn it into a gym for Chloe. That's right. That's right. So inadvertent Chloe number three. Yes. <laughs> but... That's right. Inadvertent Chloe number three. Exactly right. Oh, man. But wh who was the actor? I cannot remember. The actor himself? Yes. He's the same who voices Mr. Dajancourt. It's Joe Freya. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, I remember, like, the voice. It sounded kind of familiar. Okay. So I was like, hmm. I was having, like, massive Yuri on Ice flashbacks through that entire episode. But, like, I'm still in peak, peak, peak. fandom of, of Yuri on Ice. So I was like, ooh, ice skating. Mm -hmm. And then off of ice skating, we go to a runway show with episode five, Style Queen. I was wondering Such how long episode. it was going to take us to meet to meet Chloe's Mama mom. Bouchois. Yeah, I thought I wondered how long it was going to take us to meet her because she's just like this hole, you know, in Chloe's life. Mm -hmm. And so ah. this is when Chloe starts to become that sympathetic character that I did not want her to. Oh become. yeah, Chloe's becoming the sympathetic, yeah. sympathetic character because you hate her mom. You hate her mom, and you're She's like, like, oh my she gosh. She doesn't even know her daughter's we name. Totally but you guys know understand, you should get some is. insight of why Chloe is how she oh, is, definitely. because her mom's her in such a way. Yeah. Like, because she wants to get attention, and Chloe's one of those kids that is basically taught any attention is good attention. And now um, Chloe's trying to... So she's going to give negative attention and get attention. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sad, but we do have a cool runway show, um, which is which is nifty. And it's which, the return of the pigeon hat. <laughs> mm -hmm, which uh, our good friend uh, and co-host uh, Ashley Sailor, she w d actually did the uh, the little Adrian runway show cosplay. Oh, that's right, yep. she did. No way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then send um, me a picture of that. I will. The hat that she made, I want the hat so bad. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, and her really good friend ha walked around um, Holiday Matsuri as Chloe, mm -hmm. and uh, who's really uh, Kurosaki cosplay. She's really cool, and she. I told her it's like you might be the one reason why I actually start to like Chloe, and she laughed because <laughs> she's so cute uh, as Chloe. If you see a good cosplayer, a good po cosplayer can turn your mind around for watching a series or even liking a character. See, that's why I love going to conventions and being like, oh, what's that character? And then going up to that person, asking them questions, and then being like, yeah, I'll watch that show. And, mm -hmm. and then you watch that show, and then you, like, fall in love with it. I, I, that community that you get in, in the fandoms, I just love. And um, with, especially with Ladybug, because so many people just, like, gravitate towards the show. And when you go to conventions, how many Ladybugs did we see? When we went to uh, Fort when, Worth. when we were at Akon, yeah. uh, there were a ton of ladybugs. So many ladybugs. It's Not like, a lot of I think ladybug, I think ladybug makes for an excellent cosplay. It looks like it's super comfortable. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, there were a lot of Vulpinas, too, and there was a lot of really good Vulpina cosplay. Well, our favorite was the yeah. breakdance. Oh, yeah, they had the breakdance Ladybug and Marinette. That, Those guys were the best. Yeah, they were the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But this episode, I really liked this episode because there is like, it was Hawk Moths. Like, you really felt like he was going to win this time. Right. Because she was so, Style Queen was so fierce. And is it, hmm. they, did they give the miraculous to Chloe in this one? Uh, she was going to, but then Marinette was clumsy. And no, she was going to give it to Alya, and then oh, she yeah, lost yeah. it. That's right, because she gets, like, hit. And, and she falls down it. the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, so she loses the miraculous, and then her and Tiki have the panic moment at the end. Right. Um, but I really liked it, because for a for a while in this episode, you genuinely felt like... There's there's a is lot Hawk of Moth gonna do it. Well, there's a lot of times this season where you're like Hawk Moth is getting closer and closer and closer. So he close. just needs that one extra thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like what uh, the next episode Gabriel like says I'm done. Uh, next episode is Troublemaker. Uh, the next, yes. It's the one where uh, a rock star is scheduled to visit the bakery. It's the one where uh, oh the assistant his, his assistant yes the assistant that's right. What's the synopsis you have on Troublemaker? Um, a rock star is scheduled to visit the bakery owned by Marinette's parents, but his overwhelmed personal assistant is akumatized by Hawk Moth. You get to see Sabine do some really awesome, like, kung fu karate <laughs> yeah. moves. I was like, yeah, Sabine. Oh, yes. <laughs> Sabine knows her moves. I liked how this episode had, um, had Jagged Stone on a reality show. Yes, and he and didn't how want to do it. And how reality shows sort of push the comfort level of certain families' privacy. Mm -hmm. So it's very much like Ezra's reality show. <laughs> no, I love the bit where they go into Marinette's room. Oh, oh yeah, yes. and Jack Stone starts looking around at everything, and he sees all the pictures of Adrian. Mm -hmm. And then Adrian's just watching, just sitting there like, oh, man, she's such a great friend. <laughs> boy he's just like wow adrian must really like pictures of blondes <laughs> like oh adrian you sweet little butterfly oh man i love that episode so much because um and you really feel for his assistant whose name escapes me oh snap right we're yeah. all like drawing. Blanks. I got this, guys. Penny, I got this. Don't Penny, worry. Penny, Penny. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she and I've always liked her. Like, cause I, when we did our first episode together, we listed off our main characters, and like mm -hmm. Jagged Stone was like one of my honorable mentions, and oh, nice. um, cause I always love a good British rock star, and <laughs> and um, I always liked Penny because she's always there with the, the with pet. the clip, well, yeah. Um. Poetic Angel 86 on Unlocked says, My favorite episode is Troublemaker from Part 2. The end scene made me cry. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. It was... Oof. See, you know, know what we need in Season 3 or Season 4? Where Marinette has to sign the wedding invitations for Jagged Stone and Penny. That's what I'm waiting Wouldn't for. Is that the new ship? Oh, well, that, that's yep. like not even a ship. That's just a thing. <laughs> we'll just consider that canon. <laughs> Penny That's just Jackie Cannon. Cannon. 
Penny will do anything, anything for Jagged Stone. It's almost like how Natalie will do anything for Hawk Moth. It's very similar, yes. Very similar. Would we rather see Hawk Moth reunited with his wife, or would we rather see Hawk Moth get back or get together with Natalie? Hawk Moth and Natalie. I think story-wise, it'd be interesting if Mama Agrest came back. What if she comes back after Hawk Moth and Natalie <laughs> hook up? See, Ezra's, oh. just, Ezra's just trying to make this into some weird animes, right? He's, uh. he's making this, like, as the Parisians turn, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know, because I have so many theories running through my head at this point because of this season two, part two, that mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't even know what I want to happen in the next season at this point, because... Yeah. You, why would anybody want to know? Nobody should know. It's all great surprises, right? Right. And I think that's what's been really great about this part, because I kind of didn't see Hawk Moth kind of thrown in the towel. That no, Hawk Moth comes close to thinking about throwing in the towel, but he never does. Yeah, it's like I, ne I didn't see that, like, coming. Is that him being like, I'm done. And right. then the other I've done everything appears. that I could. What else could I do? I keep being defeated. I should just give up. Right. And I didn't expect that this season. And it was like, oh, okay. And then almost like immediately later, Chloe does her thing. And he's like, I'm not done. I have right. more to do. There's more miraculouses. Well, on Unlocked, Lil Lost Lenore says, in terms of who he should get to with Natalie or his wife, says, that's a hard one, but I choose Hawk Moth to get back with Adrian's mom. That way Adrian could have his mother back. Which is an excellent point. But Adrian can marry Marinette, and then he has Tom and Sabine, who's the best. I know, but he still wants his mother. Yeah, I know, but. But in uh, okay, yeah, forget about it. You're right, Josh. Hey, Ezra, real quick, check your Instagram. Okay, so I can't. I'm unlocked. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wait. No, I'm. You're gonna have to wait. Sorry. So, like in Dream Boy. Uh huh. Sandboy. Sandboy, sorry. Because when he checks in, the nightmares can begin. Okay. That's right. Um, well, okay. Sandboy just checked in. <laughs> the nightmares can begin. It's great because I've said that like 17 times. That's that's the only thing from season two that got stuck in my head. Which is uh -huh. the nightmare is being in a cage. And he doesn't yell for his father first. He yells for Natalie first. Yep. And I... For me, that's significant because... Because he thinks Natalie's more of a mother for him? Yes. She's the one that's usually there. Gabriel is not. Like, um, right. Does the bodyguard have a name? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that picture. Look at that hat. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> it's bodyguard. Wow. Yeah, isn't it great? That's beautiful. She's, great, great she's, cosplayer. She's awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic. Happy birthday, Thank Ashley. You. Thank you. <laughs> Look at that Ashley playing runway Adrian. Yep. Pretty grand. Pretty grand. Okay, back back to where we were. Yeah. All right, so what episode were we talking about? Uh, well, we just finished Troublemaker. Okay, Troublemaker. Uh, so then we go from uh, Troublemaker to <laughs> Queen Wasp. So oh, part two. Yeah, okay. Part two, Queen Wasp. I like how there was right. a I like how there was a gap because yeah, we like had part one of the Queen's battle and then part two of the Queen's battle, mm -hmm. which is not like boom boom. I like there there was a gap in between. Yeah. 
I thought oh. that was good. And you're like, oh, wait, this again. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get back to, like, really, like, difficult baddies. And right. I, I did like how Chloe, like, totally pulls a Tony Stark in this. She's like, I'm I am Queen B. Well, you know? yep. if you look at <laughs> Chloe, Like, literally, during a press conference. Well, like, uh... My younger brother would, like, come in as I was watching it. Because he kind of did that through season one and season two, part one. And he came in on that episode. He goes, oh, because she's that kind of character that just wouldn't be able to keep it to herself. I go, exactly. So this is, like, perfect. He knows. He knows. Not only that, she's bragging and she's boasting, but she doesn't have the skills yet. This was very much a Peter Parker just gets stung type of an episode. Yes. Very much so. Like, really kind of trying to learn the ropes. Trying to figure it out is always great. And then, of course, needing the help of Ladybug once again to show her how it's done. And it is, it is very much like uh, uh, Spider-Man 2 because we go to the subway and she has to try and stop the subway. And it's yeah. like, that happened in Spider-Man 2. So <laughs> many, like, yep. superhero, like, film Yeah, like, almost like reference. cliches. Yeah. But, but, yeah. But that would be perfect for Chloe, though. Exactly. That She's she like... would feed into the cliches of what a superhero does. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't try to, like, blow up the Eiffel Tower and, like, stop it at the last second. Well, it was also it's a nice finally moment because now we got to see, not only did we get to see her transform into Queen Bee, but we also got to meet a new Kwame. Yeah, We did, yes. And it was really great to meet, to meet Pollen. I love that's what its name. Oh, Pollen's adorable. And she's like, hello, adorable. my queen. Is <laughs> Yeah, Cassandra Lee Cassandra Morris. Lee Morris, yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing just a fabulous job. Mm -hmm. Makes the cutest cute voices. It's just every time I see Pollen, it'd be like, hello, my queen. I go, okay, that is adorable. I want to plush it up with a stomach. That's what it says. Because guess <laughs> no matter who gets that miraculous, that person is Pollen's queen. Yes. Well, it's like Which is uh, Waz. Waz and Wait. Nino doing like Ways. the complicated ways, ways, and yeah. Nino doing the complicated like hand bumps. That was cute. Yeah. It was like pop, 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 pop. You're like, pop, yeah. They know each other. They're buds. Oh man. Um, and then uh, yeah, so that that was a really good episode. I liked it. Um, I I thought it was still weird that nobody's catching on to the fact that um, whenever uh, Cat Noir is not there, Adrian is like in danger. But whenever uh -huh. uh, Adrian is not is nowhere to be seen, Cat Noir shows up. Well, I have a few things to say about that in an episode <laughs> coming up. So, oh yeah, okay. Well, yes, whenever Cat Noir is around, things are so bad that nobody cares about Adrian's whereabouts. <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> Help us from total destruction. The yeah. city is underwater. There's a giant gorilla around. Someone help. Nah. And then afterwards, like, then afterwards, they're like, oh, we should check on Adrian. Is he okay? Like, where's Adrian? Does anybody know where Adrian is? Uh... <laughs> yeah, his dad won't let him out of the house. They know that he's got a very overprotective father, so they know that he's kind of, like, trapped in his house, has to play piano, has to go to a photo shoot. Like, he's got other things going on. He's not just your normal, I can socialize teenager. Practice uh, rock climbing on that wall he has in his bedroom. Well, you know, yeah. I, I would have a wall in my bedroom too. I'm waiting for Nino to just jump on that one episode and play around a little bit. Like the whole class just like hanging out in Adrian's room. They could all fit. 
They could all it would be amazing. It would be super cool. Yeah. All right, Joshua. Um, and then we have our next episode where we meet uh, Reverser, where we meet one of my favorite new characters yes. from this season, Mark, played by the yeah. super talented Kyle McCarley. Yep. I love Kyle McCarley, another voice actor I've been wanting to get on the show for a long time. When I saw how sensitive uh, the character of Mark is, I wanted to find someone who would play him with truth and uh, sincerity. And I also know that the character of Mark, he, I think, is just a beautiful character because he is very open about his feelings. And he is a writer, and he's a fan fiction writer, and he's just it's a character that I feel like a lot of fans can identify with. He stole my heart as uh, very, like, because when I write, I get very nervous about anybody looking at what I write. And, oh, my God. Um, very bold. Yeah, it's like uh, my soul is on the papers, so I don't want anybody to see it. And right. so when I saw this episode, and this is actually like the clip where she like runs up to him when he's sitting underneath the stairs at the school. It's one of the few clips I let myself watch before watching the new season. Mm -hmm. And I was like, who is this character? Because I love him already. Yeah. Like I know right. he's going to get akumatized. And then it's the scene where they go into the art room and then him and Nathaniel, I go, oh, new ship. <laughs> The new uh, ship for Hannah Elledge, right here. It's only a new ship if it's only a new ship if Nathaniel is open to it. Yes, because Nathaniel got a little burned. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, indirect Marinette number two. Yes. And it's it's like true because it's not. No, it's not Marinette. It's Ladybug. Oh no, it's no, Marinette. It's Marinette because she, she gives Nathaniel yeah. the. Uh, but it's not like she did. It's, it's like Marinette. oh no, she didn't. She didn't do like it out of malice the, yeah, or anything. The, what's that's the difference between like Marinette's related akumatizations is because Marinette doesn't do any of these things out of like ill will. She just wants because right. she knows Mark and Nathaniel would work really well together and make something really beautiful and really special. So she's like trying to go about it in her own way and it just kind of yep. blows up yeah mm -hmm. all right i'm gonna i'm gonna pause just to say goodbye to everybody on unlocked as my sure, battery sure. is slowly fading so <laughs> bye guys i'm gonna jump off now and continue with my interview but thank you so much for watching and participating and i'll be back soon and we'll get to hang out maybe we'll watch an episode together Ooh. of miraculous ladybug season two part two because I haven't seen all of them on Netflix yet. So maybe we'll watch an episode together later tonight. All right, bye. All right, all gone. Okay. All righty. Um, and then we have an, uh, another fun episode. Well, I, I, And I liked Mark's, his whole... I loved his outfit. His outfit was cool. And then when he got akumatized, he had this another outfit. Yeah. It was very, you know, uh, original series Star Trek. Yeah, I was like, I really want to see that as a cosplay. Like, someone tried to execute that in real life because I just thought that looked... His, like, the whole reverser looked mm -hmm. really cool. It looked really cool. And then Marinette not being able to walk. Yep. <laughs> and Captain Ward just being scared of everything. <laughs> I loved that too in this season because it's like they're more affected by the powers of the Akumas. Mm -hmm. Whereas right. normally nothing happens like to they, them. They can dodge and they don't get hit and the people around them get affected, but not them. But this season very much shows that they're not perfect. They're still kids trying to play superheroes and they get hit by these Akumas and then have to deal with the fact that now Marinette can't walk in a straight line mm -hmm. as Ladybug. Is that the, like Alex... And 
is it Kim and Alex who like help him out at the it's very just end? Alex. Is it just Alex who yep. helps Ladybug? Yeah. I well, read... Alex and Nathaniel's there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I really because they're liked... trying to keep Nathaniel safe, and Alex is like the best bro ever, and she's like, "Nah, if Nathaniel's going anywhere, I'm going too." And I'm like, "Girl, she's got her friends back." Oh yeah. Like Marinette's sweet about it. Alex is kind of aggressive about it. Mm -hmm. She's like, "No, I'm going." <laughs> Because he can't stand, and you're like a fumble. You're like my friend Marinette. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's like, we're going to help you out. And I, oh, Alex, we love you so much. Mm -hmm. I know. I wish there would be more stuff with her. She Shoot. she kind of she is just like there as like almost like background a lot of the times. I wish yeah. they would do a little bit more with her character. Well, Which, I mean, I thought they did with Kim, too, because like Kim got like nothing last season, or the last couple seasons, and then... This season, he expanded. He expands yeah, he a little a bit more. Yeah, he a few more like really shining moments. Mm -hmm. So maybe like, maybe they'll continue to do that. Maybe there'll be like an episode or two where Kim, like Alex, gets like these really nice moments. That would be cool. Yeah. Um. Then we go episode nine, Anansi, where we meet. Oh gosh! Yes. Oh my gosh! It's so good. Alia's uh, little sister. No, sorry, her big, big sister. Her big sister. Older sister. Nora. Her older sister, Nora. Right. I loved her so much. I was going to say, we already met all his little sisters. The twins! The little Zappities. Um, no, I loved... Oh, the Zappities were pain in the butt, weren't they? <laughs> they were amazing. That was such a good episode. That The original one with them. That was such a good yeah. episode. So we got to see um, Rina Rouge. Good old Rina Rouge. Rina Rouge. No, and I, I loved getting to see um, Carapace. As almost, I almost said Captain Turtle, because that's kind of what... It's Captain Turtle, bro. Marinette called him at the beginning, but I love... Well, it, it's so funny because Carapace, Carapace, when he comes out, he just wears a hoodie. Yeah. You and know. he has, like, darker-rimmed glasses, but Nino already wears glasses. It's almost like he's wearing goggles. Yeah. Like, this is so, the stuff that I love, because when he goes up to, like, Alia at the end to save her. She's like, I'm here this, to save you, dude. She got this look on her face. I was like, that's Nino. I go, you can tell who Nino is. Right. But your we best are, and you know what? friend. Alia's like this. I see it to you, Nino. Yes, yeah, like, I know, but I'm not going to say anything, because you're supposed to be in disguise. Mm -hmm. But she can't right. tell who her best friend is. Literally exactly. Right. Here. Well, and, and then there's Adrian, who's just, you know... As Cat Noir, she's got messier hair. And, and that's the says only maybe difference. maybe a few more puns. Yeah. A few more puns. We need Adrian to say more just puns. A few, oh, more just puns? a few more. He only does like a couple puns. Just a couple. Just a couple puns. Right. We need more puns from Adrian. Maybe they're trying to limit. <laughs> no, we try to always add more puns to Adrian whenever we can. Of course. Puns are like the best thing ever. There is a new line that we added in a new episode. Is it Meow Lady? Because it should be. That, that was not in the script. And I cannot wait to tell people <laughs> what it is if it airs. But I can't mention it now. Of course. It is a joke. I'm so it excited. It is funny. And I'm very proud of it. I'm so excited. <laughs> is, it, is it Meow Lady? Because it should be. <laughs> Meow lady? Meow lady. I'm telling you, meow lady would work so good. I hate it. We'll put it in there. <laughs> exactly. I know it's awful, but I just want to hear Bryce say, meow lady, you know. <laughs> put Maybe we'll do that. Like, this is from Josh. He'll <laughs> be like, I won't read it. <laughs> and he'll be like, all right, I'll do it for him. Uh, but no, and this is another one where, like, in Anansi, they're <laughs> losing. They I, are losing. I, 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 
You're adding an you're adding an extra syllable in there. Is it not Anansi? It's Anansi. I thought you were saying Ananansi. Oh no, just Anansi. There may be some lag with the Skype. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, I really liked her, like her design mm -hmm. too. And and you can see where she's coming from too. She's like she's an overprotective sister, but she's like there's a lot of crazy stuff happening in Paris. It's not safe. Yeah, and she's got younger siblings, and she wants to make sure those younger siblings are safe. Mm -hmm. you know? And she's uh, very, very strong. And she, like she, she's beat Cat Noir. Ladybug's kind of like on the run. Yeah. Um. Every she's basically winning, and then you know, Carapace. Carapace comes in. <laughs> Carapace. Right. Let me ask you this one. Do you know who Anansi is? I know it's African folklore. That's exactly right, yeah, Josh. Yeah. You got it. Anansi is a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker, wise guy spider. Awesome. He's also a From character folk. in American Gods. But that's another story. <laughs> oh, that's another story. <laughs> no, I love the stories because it's like he gets into all these troubles and it's it's like um, African fables. That's what mm -hmm. they are. They're the African right. fables. They do a good job of like doing a lot of like fable type stuff in here. Stuff like from, Andine, like, mythos uh, like and everything. Like, Ondine earlier, and, like, mm -hmm. how she becomes a siren. It's and like, then, like, with the yeah. Zapodies yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. They did a lot of really cool stuff. And yeah. it's, it's... Very sure. good cross-cultural folklore. I Very think it's so. amazing. Yeah. I mean, because we live in a world where it's, like, you don't, like, live in one place, and that's what oh, you experience. <laughs> Excuse bless <Sorry>. you! <laughs> Sorry. Hey, no, it's tis the season. So, um, I know, I think, I think that's really reminiscent though of the world that we get to live in mm -hmm. because it's like, we don't just like live in Oklahoma and we sound like Oklahomans cause we don't, that's all we hear mm, yeah. and all we see. We live in a digital age where I can hop on the internet and talk to someone. Yeah. I watched in, a like, lot Europe. of, uh, I watched a lot of BBC America growing up. So there's no, there's no yeah. oaky accent. It's like, so we, we have like the really awkward, uh, awesome chance to like hear stories and like talk to people across the world and get to know people instead of just like know what's going on in our community. So it's like we know all these stories. So it's really nice to see a show that kind of embraces all the stories from around the world. Because yep. I think it's important that we know these stories from around the world. And I think that's what's mm -hmm. so cool about anime coming to America. So you can really like fully experience other cultures. Exactly. Yeah, but that's also one of the things that makes it a little bit complicated for anime to reach across to an American culture is they feel like, mm, I don't get all of it. I have to give it some thought and I maybe have to care a little bit to understand where it's coming from. Yeah, you have to yeah. care in the first place about the stories. Well, and, and that's what they did with a lot of, like, uh, when they were first bringing a lot of stuff over, like a lot of four kids and stuff like that, where they would, like Pokemon's a fantastic example, where it's a rice ball and it's clearly a rice ball, but in Pokemon it's a jelly donut. Right. And like, uh, he and like Sailor this, Sailor Moon too, where we have. Oh gosh, Molly had a Boston accent, and you're like, this takes place in Tokyo. I know that character does not have a Boston you know. accent. Uh, or like, there's a scene in Dragon Ball Z where he calls a rice ball a hot dog. You know, delicious uh -huh. hot dogs. And you're like, just call it a rice ball. It's, like, it's a rice ball, and then we can figure out what this. Like, figure out what that is later yeah which, which i mean that's a lot of like 1995 1996 yeah. but now 
you wouldn't dare do that. Oh, no. Like, in 95 and 96, uh, this would not have, uh, Miraculous Ladybug would have taken place in New York. It would not yep. have been in Paris. Yeah, it would have, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Alia would not have had the name Alia. It would be, like, Renee. Oh, it's like uh, this... Nino wouldn't be Nino. It would be, like, Nate. Oh, well, and it wouldn't be Adrian something... Agrest. Oh, no. It would, like his name would be, Adrian like, Adrian Andrews Oh, I like how like you that. think it's, his name would be Adrian. It would be, like, Adam. <laughs> Or Andrew. It's like my poor, like, Sailor Moon cast, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, but no, it's like one thing I'm really grateful for now is that we're just like, this is like how the story's told. We're just going to tell it in English, but we're going to try to keep true to the original source material as humanly possible mm -hmm. because of translations. It's not going to be perfect, but we're going to be as close as we humanly can. And uh, right. speaking of Megalobox, uh, KG is um, um, on Unlocked right now. Oh, is he streaming? Yep. Awesome. Oh, you better go watch him. I get it. <laughs> uh, Ezra, we're going to take like a 20-minute break. We're going to talk to uh, KG. Uh, Fine, <laughs> um, then we have episode 10. We have Maledictator. I was wondering how long it was going to take. For, for uh, for he lasted He lasted a good long time before Mayor Bourgeois got acclimatized. Yeah, yeah, well, again, this one is Chloe's fault. Yeah. Chloe yeah. and her mom, yeah. Oh, we'll throw both of them in there. Yeah. It's a bothy. Yeah. How, how would anybody, like, get out of a situation with the two of them with their sanity intact? Well, here's the thing. Like, he has a lot of self-control because he should have been akumatized a long time ago. I mean, season living one with part, Chloe. Like, season one, episode one. Exactly. He should have been like, <laughs> Chloe Bourgeois is my First daughter. A, a butterfly comes in right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it was, it was a really good episode. And, uh... I, I I don't know. Uh, I there there I think a lot about this episode just because you're like, yeah, it is your fault, you know. And then she does oh, have to. Yeah, she like apologizes. She does apologize. Yeah, and I'm like. Which Chloe apologizing again is another theme of this yeah, of this season where it's like, yeah, Chloe Chloe's sorry for being Chloe. Yeah. You know. And then she like explains why, and I go, oh, she's like, I just want my mom to like me. Mm -hmm. I go, oh, that stinks that you've got to like fight for your mother's attention. Mm -hmm. And we have a good. I think that's relatable. People feel that way. Mm -hmm. And we have a good part with Cat Noir where he's like, he doesn't want to give Chloe the miraculous. Oh, he's that's just kind of right. like, I don't think I should give it to you. You <laughs> shouldn't. She doesn't deserve it. Doesn't and then deserve she's and then she's like and then she's like, but I I really just want to save my dad type of thing. And he's like, okay, fine. He gets that. Uh, mm -hmm. He gets that exactly, which is nice. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of bits in this season where Cat Noir, I don't know, isn't like super likable. Oh. They they make Adrian more likable than uh, Cat Noir this season because well, is... I mean Cat Noir is jealous a lot. Well, this he is... gets jealous a lot this season. This is also something that we've talked about quite a bit. You know how we feel like we like Marinette, but sometimes Ladybug is a little rude mm -hmm. or a little short with Cat. And then we come to this season, and I really liked Ladybug. Yeah, this yeah this part you know, I was like I I'm digging Ladybug. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of refreshing to see that they're not writing them the exact same still. That they're changing up like how they're writing and approaching the characters. They're experimenting with stories. I dig it because yes. it gets a little boring when the characters stay the exact same. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, they are definitely not keeping the show exciting. It is not boring at all. 
Um, even if it's just a couple elements within one episode, yeah. sometimes it's the total like, I mean, we're familiar, we're familiar with what the format is going to kind of be like, but they still put lots of twists and turns in there, which is making it always very exciting to watch. Yeah. And another reason that I really liked this episode, it was, we got to the point where, uh, Ladybug and Cat Noir, they were on the ropes again, again, going with our theme was like, they're on the ropes. Yeah. Like it's coming like down to a lash ditch effort in order yeah. for them to try and win. And I like that. Cause... Yeah, because Cat Noir has been taken over. Now he's just a kitty, you know. I've forgotten all about that, and he follows the laser. Follows the laser pointer. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. I also like going back to that Anansi episode. I liked how vulnerable he was when he was caught in the web. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, Milady. <laughs> he's like, uh, I need some help. <laughs> Send help, please. Yep. Uh, and then we have probably one of the the funnier episodes of this season, if not creepy episodes, episode 11, uh, Sandboy, where the Sandboy just checks in. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's so good. Mary it Dad, is. I'm in love with Chloe. Oh, man. And we're going to name, name a that. hamster Marinette. That, yep. that was great. <laughs> hamster. Here's the thing that was kind of interesting about that episode is we don't see who Sandboy is before he gets akumatized. I liked that. Yeah, he's just like it just like pops and you're just like It's just like 12 minutes into the episode all of a sudden this floating boy is akumatized, which is great, which means you know we don't always need to be following right. a character to know that there's trouble because there's probably trouble popping up all over Paris. Right. And, um, what happened? What happened to Sandboy? That Hawk Moth akumatized him. Like that whole sort of part of the predicted story was completely removed, and we just jumped right to it because we wanted to focus on some other things. The Kwamis. Right on those Kwamis. The Kwami party. Oh God! They sing. They sing. We get yep. to see, we get to see all the new little Kwamis. I want well, the it's snake. Just, you know we have um. Uh, Sarah and Jacob are Kwamis in that in that uh, miraculous box. They're lending oh, some awesome. voice to that. Yeah, great. That's awesome. Do who? Which right. one's uh, which one's uh, Sarah and which one's Jacob? I think Sarah's the goat. Is Jacob the oh, horse? Oh no, wait, the horse. The horse was a girl. Dang. Yeah. I like that horse. That horse looks cute. Um... Yeah. Man. No, well, like I'm ready for a toy line. Of of just Kwamis. Yes. Yeah, they'll be like those uh, those LOL toys where you just don't know what's inside, but it's just different it's just Kwame. All of them. It's very, oh. and I love how it's all Zodiac too. It's like oh, it's, it's it's awesome. Yes, it's like it's like the grid that they're like when they go to their places and they mm -hmm. start singing. I love stuff like that. But I'm I waiting really... for the dragon Kwame. <laughs> I really dig um, like the mythology behind this show and like i love this episode because we get so much more of it because it's right. so much more of it it's like oh like it's his birthday it's, um so we can talk to him and how do we talk to him and then you sing and then it forges the connection but you have to go into the box and you can't talk to the kwamis while they're in the box they go someone's gonna get akumatized mm -hmm. and um i just i love the like the direction and how this show, this episode was like plotted out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, we have we I, have some. So I also like the fact that we have 
um, Nuru trapped with a bad guy that kind of he he needs. They like they don't have any rescue plan for it, but they just sort of lay it out there like, oh, we got to get him back someday. But he's with his miraculous holder, and that's what happens. You just want to like pet his head and be like, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> he's like, but last so time I wanted to go on my birthday. You know, it was very sad. So so sweet. Um, do you know who voices uh, Nuru? I do not. His name is Ben Diskin. Oh, it is Ben. Okay. Oh, okay. See, I, I, I wouldn't even think that that was Ben Diskin because I, I know Ben from a bunch of other stuff, but right. I, yeah, I wouldn't even have guessed that it was Ben Diskin. I like him, all right. You listen again. <laughs> now I'll have to listen. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with uh, Max as uh, Plague. Ben it's like it, it, you I hardly ever notice that that's Max. Right. Favorite oh, character. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those, like, I'll, I'll hear it. Like, when I found that it was Max, I was like, oh, so now I can kind of catch it. Yeah. But, like, with the, most of his normal stuff, I'm just like, I do not hear it. And, mm -hmm. yeah, that's how you know you've got a good voice actor on your hands. When you can't tell him. You can't tell him, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so what's the next episode after? Um, well, I mean, we were missing the the most pivotal scene in this episode where Adrian legitimately oh. thinks that Plague got turned into a sock. Mm -hmm. oh, and it's, it's amazing. His, but it's his fear that he's going to be all alone. Oh, no, yeah. it's we, we dive deep into it. But, like, just like, Plague, you've been turned into a sock. And you're like, oh, and like, poor and, Adrian. And, uh, and then you have Marinette who just, like, legitimately knows what's uh, going on. Yeah, she's like, it's like, did you sneak out from your master? It's like, no, I just straight up told him. She's like, oh, oh. okay, well, bye, sweet pea. You know? <laughs> but I love <laughs> that there was like more of like Plague talking to Marinette in this season, mm -hmm. and like uh, actually seeing how powerful Plague really is. I want Tiki to go visit Adrian too, because <gasps> Plague's visited Marinette, but I want Tiki to go visit Adrian. Yeah, because something so happened just to like, Marinette. Oh, your your ladybugs, Kwame, you're so cute. And he like no. gives her. He would give her like all the cookies. All the cookies. Mm -hmm. No, well, this is the only episode where Tiki and Plague talk to each other. Is it? It's the only scene they have. Yes. Oh, because what, uh, what does he call her? Buttercup. Oh, God. Buttercup. Was it, was, is it, is it buttercup? buttercup? It's like, okay, Buttercup. Or, or Sweet Pea or Buttercup or something like that. Sugar Cubes? Oh, no, it's Sugar Cubes. He calls it, hi, sugar cubes. I told you not to call me that. Right. It's like, okay, sugar cubes. <laughs> not nice. If somebody says don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Respect. Respect. Yeah. But it's a but little it's cat Kwame saying mm -hmm. it, so it's kind of cute. Yeah. But you're like, uh. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. Ugh. Then we get to the, uh, the season finale part yes. like two part episode which Ezra has some Ezra has some feelings on I we'll, do we'll get to that we'll get to that uh, but yeah we have catalyst uh sorry catalyst heroes day and uh Mayura heroes day so part 1 and part 2 of yeah. heroes day oh my gosh that is such a big episode mm -hmm. we had to call back everybody cuz they were all the villains so they all had to come back and we had such an enormous um schedule the week to do that 
because everybody needed to come back, even if it was just for a small line or two. Just for an oof. I can't yeah, even just for a little effort. I can't even imagine what trying to do that kind of coordination. That was a lot of yeah. people going to Dubbing Brothers at one time. <laughs> there were. We had a lot of people. People were recording in like 15-minute increments. Oh, whoa. I know. It was pretty crazy. But we needed to get it done. We had a tight deadline for it, obviously, because it mm -hmm. needed to. I think we were recording that one in the very beginning of October. Okay. Right? So that had to happen. And it needed to air um, in other English-speaking territories. And then it goes on to um, Netflix. So that's why people were, like, showing little spoilers of all of the season episodes. Because yeah. it airs elsewhere before it's all done airing and then gets put on Netflix here. That's why I was avoiding all Miraculous Ladybug tags on all forms of social media. Well, it's hard. Not me. I go right to it. <laughs> See, I, I I do the same thing, and I'll send I'll send little bits to stuff to Hannah. I'd be like, well, and I Ashley, told and you, I me, don't and want I it. Love it. <laughs> Hannah's like, no, don't show me that. Well, see, you say that, but then I'll be like, hey, Hannah, guess what happened? And I'll just be like this, and I'll I'll just like send a picture. I'll be like, do you want to know you. what else happens? And then she'd be like, okay, and then I'll, I'll send like, no. it. No, that's how you do it. That's no. how you get them. How you do it? And then I just like delete the text message before. Don't you don't want to look. Don't want to look. I don't want to look. I don't want anything ruined. Oh man. But yeah, we have the return of. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Lila. We have the return of right. Lila. She comes back. Yeah. Every, yes. Everybody's uh, third favorite villain behind Chloe and Hawkmoth. Volpina. Volpina. I Not was... Rena Rouge. Volpina. I Volpina. was very curious as to when we were going to see her again because when we saw her in season one. Season three, episode one. She was like... Spoilers. Well, she was like... Um, she After most people get akumatized, they're like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I just got so angry or I just got so frustrated. No, when uh, she... When, when she when she comes back, she's like I still hate you. Flips, uh, she's like, basically like flips Ladybug off and is like I'm out and like leaves. Yeah, and you're like okay. Well, because she was never really authentic. Yeah. It was never authentic. Yeah, so it's like when she left, I go okay. So we'll be seeing her again. Mm -hmm. Well, see, I I like how we have this group of heroes that are being built up, and yeah. now we also have a group of villains like that are being grouped. Uh, you know, grouped oh, up. Yeah. I mean, the, all all Hawkmoss has to do is just be like, "Hey, uh, well, I'm gonna use you for like ten minutes. I just want you to, you know, make it look like uh, Ladybug kills Cat Noir, and then go. And, and then like, they do yeah. that. Okay. And you're like, okay, cool. And she's like, okay, bye. And then she's like, oh, you know, text me later. You know. She's like, I need to use oh. you again. She's like, what do you need me to do? It's like, I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, well, do we have anyone else? There are no other characters, kind of, at all, like Lila, who can sort of do whatever Hawk Moth wants her to. And she'll be like, yeah, do it. I don't think there so. There are none. No, no just no. Lila. I think it's just I think it's just her. We need, to, we need to make another, we need to get another character to come in. Yeah. We, need, we need another evil, evil character. It's Luca. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's Luca. It's That's disgust. what Luca's for. <laughs> Look at there. All that teenage angst. All that teenage angst. He's a musician, so he's a, he's a starving artist. He's got the angst. Yeah, but wait a minute, Josh and Hannah. Do you follow the voice actor who voices Luca at all on Instagram? I no. do not. Okay, because he is also a performer who is currently 
performing Grinchmas at Universal Studios in Hollywood, which means he looks like, what are they called? Who live in the village? Who Whovians? The Who's. Who he looks like a who. Oh, my gosh. So, like, David Tennant or Christopher Eccleston? I'm, like, really disappointed no, 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 now I that, I don't, that I didn't go to Universal Studios this month. Um, and I went in October. <laughs> oh, I bet he looked... I bet that's great. Um, oh, I'm going to have to find it, but I'll look that up later. Um, and he also streams on Unlocked. Oh, does he? Yes. He does. Okay. No, I I like this season because I don't know. I kind of liked we hadn't seen a lot of like people becoming akumatized again. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder like how that works. Like can, Well, we did see it in in our big finale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like everybody comes back. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, you saw you saw well Hawkmoth has already got his miraculous going on. And then he sort of hands it over to Natalie, and then she hands it back to Cat Noir. I mean, I'm sorry, to um, Crimson, no, Crimson. Scarlet. 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 Oh, yeah. Scarlet Moth. Scarlet Moth. So good. I, yeah. I, I, I like that that was a thing, too, because they were like, hmm, how, should, how can we, like, you know, up, up Hawk Moth? It's like he akumatizes somebody who then akumatizes him. Yeah. You know, it's it's really, really, it was really smart. It was really cool. Because it's like the Ladybug and Noir have their power-ups, so it's kind of almost fair. That Hawkmoth gets a power-up. Hawkmoth also gets his own power-ups. Exactly. And so I was right. like, are they, like, when are they going to do that? Because that was what I, because mm -hmm. they had the, the water power-up and the ice power-up. And I go, okay, so Plus Hawk we also, there's a box of a whole bunch of other power-ups yeah, that we don't. Yeah, they have tons of, tons yeah. of macaroon and cheese. Fire-breathing cat noir. I'm ready for it. That, yeah. That'll come season two. <laughs> He's going to eat some spicy Szechuan at yeah. the Japan Changs and poof. poof. So no, it's like, so I was wondering how they were going to do that with Hot Moth. So I found that really interesting. Mm -hmm. That a kumatized Natalie could like soup up. Which is cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, it's really interesting. And I, I hope they do it more because mm -hmm. I would like to see them like soup up. Rainer, uh, uh, Volpina, because that would be. Because think of oh. what Volpina can do just like that. She'd destroy the city. Oh yeah, yeah. she'd or right. make the city look like it's destroyed. Yes. Yeah. She's powerful. Mm -hmm. And again, and we are more... our heroes on the ropes the entire the entire yes. two parter. Well, because they think at one point they get ahead, mm -hmm. and then they're like, "Oh no!" They're like, "All right, we we should get our friends," and we get our friends, and then we're like, "Okay, everything's great." Our friends got akumatized. No, because I was actually sitting there, and I um, I had the spare thought. I was like, oh, everybody in the class who doesn't get akumatized is going to get a miraculous. Right. That's what I was thinking, too. You know, because they were all like, no, no, we can't, like, no, no, like, stop being afraid. You know, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And then the class kind of saves themselves. But yeah. Hannah, do they all deserve their own miraculous? I think Alex or, or does. We or would we get Alex does? Yeah. Yeah. Or would, Alex definitely a friend. We would give one to Miss Bustier. Oh, heck yeah. We would probably give one to Dad, to Tom. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, can you imagine Sabine? Tom and Sabine. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe Damocles, because Damocles just is. He just seems like a pure guy. You know. Yeah. Damocles is a pure guy. I don't think we should make him fight evil. 
No. No. He just needs to keep. He just his needs to be owl his owl man and just be happy in his owl man suit. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like. Alia deserves one. Alex. Can you imagine Rose? She would be Sailor Moon. She uh, would be. I, I think she would Julica be a magical would, girl. I think Julica would get one before Rose. Because Julica's like stands up. Like, because we've had super shy oh. Julica. Yeah, because Ju- like, Rose kind of like almost hides a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and when that butterfly came at Julica and everyone's like, hey, everybody, you know, fight it off. She's like, okay, I'm going to stare this thing down. Stare. And then I was I'm I was surprised that Alex didn't come home and just like swap one in between her hands and be like pop kill me. Not getting me. <laughs> exactly. Julika's <laughs> already like in a constant state of being akumatized, just like real Loki. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loki, yeah, Loki akumatized. It's like Super it's like her her thing is like one trip to Hot Topic more, and she'll like she'll like she'll just go. She'll, yeah. She's already akumatized. No, I love. Yeah. I just I think some of the class. Yeah, not all the whole class. Like Sabrina, no. Um, I think Sabrina could be fine. Do I don't you think know what Sabrina could do it. No, <laughs> I mean if she's gonna be like Robin to Chloe's Batman, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, like so. What's kick? one's because that's what she is anyway. What's under a bee? Like a flower? That's <laughs> already what she is. Uh, another bee. Another bee. A worker bee. A worker bee. Yeah. A worker bee. You're right. There you go. Yeah, it's like a yeah. So. I, I, that's what I was thinking. It's like, oh, everyone not akumatized is going to get miraculous, and it's going to be, like, big team. Here and I like, how, I like how they were like, hey, who, you can choose all of these miraculous, and she's like, I want that one, that one, and that one. But like, there's a whole box full, and your friends are still okay. Like, you've got a bunch of friends left. And she's like, I'll just take these three. Bye. <laughs> we'll take that's the three that we've been using. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's season three, because then when they get to increase the toy line. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's that's what season three is. I just want I just want Kwame toys that when you press the bellies they say their lines. Oh yeah, you the actors like, like no. I the want... actors like that a lot, Hannah, because they get paid a lot of money to do that. <laughs> yes. So like I would like one like getting a pollen one and then it being like hello my queen. <laughs> I want um. I, I'm one of those toys that Adrian was playing with because he had a, a oh. ladybug and cat noir that he like that he was playing with, and yeah. I'm like, they should yeah. have like little pull strings on the back of it, <gasps> so when you like pull the ladybug, uh, she'd be like, well, maybe not that, <laughs> because because then that would give it away, Hannah. You can't give yeah. it away. Give it away now. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> But no, we we do have a cool little bit. I I like how they both, uh, you know, uh, both Adrian and Marinette, like they're talking to each other on that divide of the wall, right? Oh, down in, in the, the in the sewer. Yeah, like they're yeah. they're talking to each other, and I'm like, guys, you know, figure it out, man. Listen, <laughs> how do you not rec- recognize Cause I, each I other's get, cause maybe, voices? Because I get because maybe maybe there's a, like maybe there's a magic with you know when they when they're you know. Uh, yeah, because that's what when I, they're kwamied up. Yeah, because that's what happens in like Sailor Moon. Is like yeah, like they're, they're, there's like a almost like a something about like them. the tiaras kind of like do something, and that it kind of. But really when they detransform, them. yeah, like you guys should, it should just be all everybody should understand it. Yeah. Yep. But no, doesn't happen. No. Nope. Oh, well, it's part of the magic. Oh, like when and then when Alia transforms, and then when Nino transforms. It's like Alia, Nino. I hate to do this to you. But I, I hate, need you both. Like, I know we're supposed to keep our identity secret, 
but like, I give need it your help. help. And then she should have been like, boom, I'm there. <laughs> like, Hello. That would have been, been the reveal right yeah. there. So then everybody knows which cat. Yeah. And then it should have been like, but you got to tell me who you are, Ladybug. That's only fair. Yeah. And then she would have been like, I'm not going to give you this miraculous bye. And she runs like, away. Sorry. Then it's like, hey, aren't you surprised that... And, he's, and, he, and she goes, oh, sweet Nino. It's like, I, I've, I know sweet Summer Child. I've already known this for years. And he goes, oh, you're Rena Rouge. Well, aren't you surprised that I'm Carapace? And she goes, oh, sweetie. <laughs> I was waiting for like a hand on a cheek. Be like, no, oh. no, I know. I know who you were. It's like mama knows all, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I don't know who my best friend <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. Cannot recognize my best friend's voice. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and then we have the biggest, biggest reveal. Uh-oh. Uh, where Natalie, which she's already broken our hearts once because she knows that, you know. Gabriel, Gabriel is Hawkmoth. So that was hurting yeah. him as Hawkmoth. Yeah, that was, a hurt, that was hurtful yeah. first. Um, and then she goes over, knows where the Peacock Miraculous is, puts that on. Uh, feathers up or whatever. I don't know what they said with that one. They should be feathers up. I want to know out. if the peacock Kwame belonged to Mama. To Mama Agrest. Well, how else would they have it? Yeah. So and I'm it is damaged, damaged. So maybe the accident that caused her to go into um, the Mister Freeze uh, uh, coma thing. Yeah. Hurt the Kwame. So the bad. cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want. It's like I want to know like those i'm usually okay like not knowing like all the extensive details but right when you give me that nugget mm -hmm. yeah i want it and then she comes yeah. back as mayura and yeah and then because like because so cool she looks so cool and hawk moth is just like oh no 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 this is bad this is bad this is bad yes and like and he goes you shouldn't have done it you know it's damaged and she's like but i had to do it for you and i'm like oh the love the love so this is when we have the the confliction of does mama aggressed come back and it's a pot happy aggressed family and then uh -huh. then natalie becomes the villain yeah <laughs> she's like i couldn't have what i wanted so no one can have what she they becomes want. the ultimate akuma ultimate Ooh, ultimate akuma who mm -hmm. knows it's a kid's show so we'll see right yeah. <laughs> now now ezra you had you had some qualms uh not qualmies about this episode you had some qualms about this episode that was a bad joke, that was a bad uh, joke Josh. <laughs> so you had some qualms about uh this two-parter uh why oh i yes not really about the episode oh but yeah not how about it, the episode but yeah just how it was right how it should have been. I just felt, in my opinion, I felt like it's such an amazing cliffhanger that we could have done something a little more um, brutal to all of the fans, and that is make them wait until the start of season three for the cliffhanger to conclude. That would have been awesome. I don't know. I think I would have been so frustrated. <laughs> I That's the right. best, I, though. I, no, it's you're, not. Josh, I think you're right. It feels like... It's so kind to not make them wait, but I also felt like it was bang, bang, you know, part one, part two of Heroes Day <clears throat> with so much amazing information in there um, that it would have been maybe a little more fun to spread it out, like one, a solid cliffhanger. All of the baddies are arriving and they're sort of, you know, making their way to the Eiffel Tower. 
And then the second half of the episode is the start of season three, which then will propel you to watch all the rest of the episodes when they air on Netflix. But let's be honest. We're all going to watch all of them anyway because they're all great. Yes. So it's not like we need any incentive to get things going. We're going to watch them anyway because they're all so good. I don't need an incentive to watch the next season. So for me, I just would have felt so much frustration at having that cliffhanger it's like i'm yeah. still gonna watch your show you don't have to make me want to watch more of your show exactly you know because it's like i love this show so much i love the characters just give me that little bit now actually for me i felt like it ended really well because now i want to know like everything about the peacock kwami i want to know like how did it get damaged like there's so right. much information i still want to know so for me i felt like it ended at a good place yeah, right. Um, uh, but you know, you know me. I'm not a fan of like big tidy bows and everything. And they put a bow on the end of this season, which is, which is fine. But yeah, I like that cliffhanger would have been so good. Just be like, cause... I don't mind bows. Oh, man. I don't mind bows. Yeah, I do bags. I mean, there's still so many things. Like, when will they kiss? When will they reveal? When will Marinette go on a date with? somebody that she wants to go on a date with like oh there's still so many things that we don't know is going to happen that some of the more significant storylines can bow up cleanly mm-hmm. and that way the the larger story um components can still stay uh, you know open-ended like that yeah yeah i can see that so um i, I mean look we're also dealing with a target audience that wants things to feel somewhat satisfied or else yeah. it might yeah. upset they could upset them we're not the target yeah, audience I, yeah i i'm sure they were not like should we get like 30 year old you know we're men from oklahoma should, is, that, is, that the, is that the target is that the, really that's the target audience show and that that's who we're aiming at no i know we're not the target audience so like for me it's like the tidy bow it's yeah. not bad because i know i'm not the target audience for the right. show i still love it passionately anyway but i know i'm not the target audience for this show mm-hmm. right but i am <laughs> voice directors <laughs> are the target audience yes. for this show That's right. we're the target audience like the people working on the project have to be excited about exactly the otherwise you know <laughs> you're, you're i'm having a hard time saying target audience over and over again <laughs> Tar- it sounds like it's target audience target audience <laughs> The target audience. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, Ezra, um, what are you looking forward to in season three? That you can actually what, oh, Yeah, oh, like, no. what do you want to see <laughs> as a I fan would, of the show? I would like to see what, I, what gets me screaming the most is the romantic moments. Yes. So we have a balcony scene. We have an umbrella scene. We had an amazing dancing scene at the beginning of season three. I want to see more moments like that. Because I know the fans love it. And when I prepare an episode like that, I love it. Because I know the fans are going to love it. So all those miraculous, I really keep in my mind when we are working on the show. I'm like, oh boy, when these miraculous see this episode, they are going to freak out. I also always look forward to the creativity and the character design of all of the new villains. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I would like to see a little bit more, as I know other Miraculars would, a little bit more, um, perhaps, backstory of why Emile Agrest is frozen. 
I, I don't feel know. like I don't feel like there's any bow on that one, Josh. Oh no 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 no! It's still it's it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I that, feel that would be a nice that would be a nice two part like backstory Ooh, episode. Yeah. Right. I feel like I feel like season two did a really nice job of. You know, just giving us a little more light on characters that are very supportive. So Damocles was a great episode to see more of him, and yeah. even Mr. Bourgeois, a little bit more of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because those are characters that were just, you know, we know the part that they played. It was very insignificant until we got, even even the bodyguard for Gorazilla. Yeah. We got to see, you know, how his job is stressful and how... You know, Gabriel is puts a lot of pressure on him, and Adrian makes his life a little complicated when he runs around. And <laughs> how great to go to the movie theaters! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I'm curious to see how they're going to build and develop all of those things with, because I didn't see any of that coming for season two, so I have no idea what they're going to spring on us for season three. But my hopes would be that there's more romantic moments between the ships that we like. And there are certain episodes that are ship-specific. There's the, you know, Marinette and Cat Noir episodes. There's the Adrian and Marinette episodes. There's the Ladybug and Cat Noir episodes. They, they All completely of gave up on Ladrian, though. Like, they, they, they were done with, you know, That's Ladybug and Adrian. That's they too were, easy. Yeah, they, they're done with those. We get didn't get any of, of that. It's like, give me my Mary yeah. chat and I'll be happy. The Ladrian episodes, although I like that ship very, very much, because I feel like it gives Marinette the confidence that she needs yeah. to be in front of the boy that she crushes on, because Ladybug is Marinette, and Marinette is the same person who still has a crush on Adrian. So when she's dressed as her superhero self, I've always enjoyed that dynamic for a ship, because, oh, look at her being able to like talk without messing up her words or you know stammer or overspeak and she's not clumsy and and this is an opportunity now because we see Adrian who has a we know has a crush on Ladybug when he's cat noir and he's giving her the right kind of attention that we want Marinette to receive from him so I always felt like that was a really sweet ship um, but you're right we didn't get enough of that yeah yeah we did get Maybe we'll do a lot more in season three. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, we did get a, a kiss between Marinette and Adrian. Did we get a kiss between uh, Kagami and Adrian, too? Did she kiss him on the cheek? Uh, yes, there was yeah. a cheek. So Adrian, was, Adrian, my boy, getting Max, you know. Well, He's a model. <laughs> He's a model. Of course he does. Oh, I, w I want them to do, like, a French drama episode where Adrian has to kiss some, you know, French model chick and then, like, Kogami and, like, Marinette are both like, we must crush her. Team up. That would... <laughs> that, no, that'll be a fan fiction. <laughs> that'll be a fan yeah. fiction episode. Uh, yes. I wouldn't mind seeing some other characters come back again that we've seen. The, the bit with Lila was great. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, we see more and more Jagged Stone, which is great. Yes. Um... I'm ready for I know, Luca to be I know that there's an episode already in season three that I think is genius. And you won't have to wait long once it just gets leaked on the internet. But it's genius. how they're, What they came up with for this episode is so smart. And that's all I can tell you. <laughs> we, we just finished working this week. And I brought in some great voice talent. 
There's a very, very special, special appearance by a character we've not seen yet. Ooh. It's pretty awesome. That'll be nice. You know, and by the way, for those people that are like trying to read into it, we already have seen um, Emila Grest, so it's not yeah, like she's yeah. been on. Yeah, she's we've been seen her shown several a few times. This is someone we've literally never seen in the universe before, so it's pretty great. You know who we've never seen? Tell me. Natalie's younger brother. <laughs> Has he talked about it all? No, he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. Yeah, there's, there. there's no. He exists. Well, no. Uh, what it is is uh, that's not actually Natalie. Natalie is actually Emil Agreste, but she's been in a coma, and so when she. <laughs> Stop. I'm trying to make it more so proper than Stop. it is. Wouldn't it be interesting if we saw that Natalie actually has a husband or is divorced? <gasps> Le gasp. And her husband comes to sh to come. They see him in Paris for whatever reason. It's Mr. And then Natalie is torn, and then the husband or the ex-husband gets akumatized. And then maybe he wants to take Hawk Moth's new rue away. See, Ezra's saying all this stuff because, like, he knows. He he either knows or he's like the best troll ever. Yeah, it's I'm a great troll. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. I would like to I would like to quote Dora the Explorer and say, "I'm a grumpy old troll that lives under a bridge." <laughs> oh jeez, I, um, I love it so much. Um, we that, had uh, there was a lot of phenomenal voice voice acting yes. this this season. It was really great. Ezra, you did a great Thank job you. of directing. Um, Thank you both. Everyone was great. Sabrina was great. Um, yes, was yeah. She, I, her, Natalie, and everything. I'm just it. She keeps yeah. making me fall in love with her character. You've, well, you've, me too. You've loved Natalie since like mm -hmm. the beginning. I, Natalie was like my number one, and yeah. then she ruined me in season two, and I was like, Natalie, no. Where that trust, guys? the trust was gone. But now I'm like, she's going to be great. She's going to be great at being evil. She is great at being evil. Sabrina does such a great job with it. Yeah, she I'm does. very, very proud of her performance. As, as well as her Nadia Shamak. Yes, Nadia. Good old Nadia Shamak from, yep. I don't remember the news channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. PNN. I don't either. There's just so many great moments. Mm -hmm. In the season two, part two, like, of course, you know, like Christina and Bryce are just phenomenal all the time. Yeah. And same right. thing with Keith. Keith, it's like, um, Mella got to do a spit, which was nice. Yeah. Max is Ma uh, not Max. Um, Max is of course amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Max Middleman and Ben Diskin gets to do so many different characters and they're all so good. And Sayla Victor as Chloe is so vicious and evil. Oh, it's amazing. Such a good voice. That's right. And Reba Burr, who's voicing Julica and Rose, as well as Gina, uh, who is grandmother to um, Marinette, the Italian grandmother. Yeah, I like Gina. that she came back, too. She just, like, popped yeah. up. I was like, uh, uh, my brother goes, well, who's that? And I go, that's Grandma Dupinche. And he goes, what? That's her grandmother? I go, yeah. He really And then he just leaves. She's like Aunt May. <laughs> He needs to watch all of it. He does. He's watched actually a lot of it with me. And he says, okay. it's a fun show. And I go, you need to watch it in its entirety with me. He watched yes. it quite a bit with me. Um, he Actually, I think he watched most of season two, part one with me when I was watching it when it got released. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. um, he was like, I can see why you like this show so much. 
Yeah, it is clear because it's such a good show. It is visually delicious. Oh, it's beautiful. Invisibly um, delicious. I think the first time Josh and I talked about it, how long did I go about? The, how long did I talk about the hair and the eyes? Oh God, that's the majority. And there's another. There's a really good shot in here where we've got some really nice hair. Uh huh. I have a really good hair shot, and I'm like beautiful eyes. I was like, oh, you know who's going to become akumatized? Who? They're, they're stylist. By the by, how how their the how detailed their eyes and hair are. If mm -hmm. they haven't previously been like established as like a classmate, yeah, or uh -huh. a teacher or something. If it's someone like just out in Paris and they have really nice details with their hair and their eyes, you're like, right. you're gonna get kumatized. Yeah, they'll be like What's random person. They'll be like random person walking by, and be like, no, nah, you're safe. And then there's a baby, and you're like. That baby has nice eyes. Akuma. Oh, no, not the baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Gigantitan. they do it. Gigantitan. What? Gigantitan? Gigantitan. Yeah. yeah. Gigantitan? Yeah. My brother watched that episode, and he goes, what are you That's the best one watch? with, like, with Hawkmoth. He's like, I didn't. I Wait. I that was a, That's a baby. I'm confused. How did this happen? Oh, well, go with it. You know. I didn't mean to akumatize a baby. <laughs> But you know what happens. I love that episode. Sometimes just akumatize a baby. Just akumatize a baby. Um, and then that baby wants to play with cars. That baby doesn't want to play with cars. <laughs> yeah, vroom vroom. Vroom vroom indeed. <laughs> um, you know who that was? Do you know who voices the baby? Who is baby? Who Guess who voiced all those great baby noises? Uh, he is somebody who's already a classmate, a cast member. Okay. Who does an amazing baby voice. Don't know. It is Kim. It is. I was awesome. Oh, that's great. Who's Kim's is voice actor? Frank George, who's Kim, who's very well featured in the uh, Siren episode, mm -hmm. falling in love with Undine, which we talked about. But here he does. He does an, a remarkable baby voice, and I found that out when I was directing a series that's also on Netflix called Popples. And Popples has a character called Yikes, and and Grant voiced Yikes, and I was like, wow, that voice is incredible. And when it was time for our giant baby to be uh, recorded, I'm like, Grant, I'm giving you, I'm giving you the part of giant Titan because you do such a great baby voice. That's awesome. And he had so much fun with it. That would be like an awesome episode to be a part of because it just like it was just seemed like it was so fun. It was so fun to watch, much less I I bet yeah, it's it probably fun... so much fun like behind the mic getting to do. Oh too. yeah, it was yeah, it did a great job. There was a lot of surprising there. Oh man, um, you know uh, Ezra, if you ever need you know podcasters, like if there's ever yeah. an episode where there's two podcasters and they get akumatized, yeah. you just call me and <laughs> Hannah and we'll be on the first flight to L.A. and we'll be there. Uh, you know, it might happen. You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> miraculous, the yeah. miraculous <laughs> creative team is very current. Oh, which is email. Like, just tweet, tweet Thomas. Hey, Thomas, hey, you need a podcast or episode, please. I think Thanks. you need to do this. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Uh, well, before we go, uh, yeah. this episode was brought to you by Funimation. So, do you Thanks, like Funimation. Thank you. Ezra, Hannah, do you guys like anime? Of course. Oh, yes. Um, in fact, if you want to listen to Ezra in an anime, head, oh, over, to, head over to, you're an uh, Outlaw Star. Funimation has Outlaw Star. That's what oh. my brother bought me for Christmas. 
Oh my gosh, I love Outlaw Star. Where Ezra plays one of the best characters, Mr. Fred Lau. Yeah. Fred Lau, arms dealer extraordinaire. Arms dealer and the best, uh, the most effeminate arms dealer that the world has ever known. And he's amazing. Of, like when I talk about Thank anime you. when I was a kid, that's the, one of the ones I talked to mm -hmm. about. about you know what I think um, in anime that people will be talking about when they're older that they said I watched when I was a kid? Megalobox. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> Unfortunately, Megalobox not on Funimation. Unfortunately. But you can watch My Hero Academia, Attack on Titan, um, Yuri on Ice, Yuri on Ice, Moyo. You know, oh, you can go, you can go back Tenchi. in time. Some Outlaw Stars, some Bebop, all the good stuff. Yeah. And our good friends at Funimation are giving everybody two free weeks of anime. All you have to do is click on the show notes in the description, and you can actually uh, you'll see the little link for free anime. Click on that; that'll get you two free weeks of anime, and then after that, it's only five ninety nine a month, which is ridiculously inexpensive. Yeah. So if you like to uh, listen to wonderful dub voice actors, you there get you that. Go. And if you're one of those people that likes to read your anime, they have subtitles for you as well. Yay! <laughs> I uh. Love Cowboy Bebop. Steve Bloom's amazing. Thank you, animation for Cowboy Bebop. Mm -hmm. So, Ezra, when yourself. are you going to get Steve Bloom to come voice a character in Miraculous? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'd have a hard time. <laughs> you know, if there was going to be one, one... Wouldn't it be great if we had a Steve Bloom and a Keith Silverstein showdown between two bad voices? That was oh, gosh, literally that what awesome. I was just thinking. Like, he akumatizes a guy... And he like, goes, and then he take, and then he takes over. It'd be like, actually, Hogmoth, I want to do it. I got this. <gasps> yep, that would be killer. Would I would be, love. That would be amazing. I would love that. So Thomas well, in the podcasting yeah. episode. Yes. <laughs> add, tweet at him. Get Steve Bloom. <laughs> Get uh, Steve Bloom. That'd right. be so fun to run. Yeah, that would be. So I've already, uh, I've already met Vic. I need to meet exactly. Steve. <laughs> um, and this episode is also brought to you by Ripped Apparel, where they have awesome shirts every day, three new shirt designs. They're only $12 a shirt, which is super cheap. Plus, if you use the code ASP10 at checkout, you get 10% off. Yeah, and, and you support local artists. So, yeah. or local, just artists anywhere. Yeah. anywhere. Um, you yeah, get to, it goes to You them. get to support creators. Exactly, creators. Yeah. Exactly. Like uh, independent artists, exactly. right? Like independent artists. Artist. Yeah. Like one of our friends, um, uh, JP Perez, he actually did a really cool, like, uh, Thanos, or not Thanos, uh, Thor Ragnarok um, one. Cool. And Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth actually wore that shirt and did a little Instagram post and oh, a awesome. shout out. And I was like, dude, that's oh, awesome. I made it, bro. <laughs> and, and that shirt went boom. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, That's it's, huge. It's always really cool when the people that you love and you make something for them, mm -hmm. then they in turn appreciate it so much. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's like the world. Just like this. Ezra, we in turn, thank you yes. for doing so much. Oh my gosh. My pleasure. This is so much fun. So this is a uh, Christmas gift to everybody who's listening tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think a great present would be to chill at home. And watch Miraculous Ladybug with all of the Christmas wrapping around your feet. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> or watching uh, the Christmas special. And watch oh, it. yes. Everybody oh, go watch the Christmas yeah. special. It's amazing. Bryce gets to sing. He's just a sad, lonely kid. He won't anybody take pity. I'm going to make you it's a the shirt best. that says that. Please do. <laughs>
I did see that uh, Zach Merchandise has a shirt that says Power of Love. There you go. The Power of Love so strong, I think is what it says. Oh, man. And Marinette in that episode, just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's just so, I'm not going to spoil it. I want to spoil that episode. Everybody watch that. Don't first message. spoil it's that episode. It's amazing. It's the best. It's the best episode of Miraculous. It, I yeah. watched it and I was like, "What am I watching?" And then you watched it again, and I like I've watched it like three times. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh man, Ezra, where can everybody find you social media wise? On social media, they can find me on Unlocked, which is a great app with a lot of voice actors and podcasters and cosplayers. And it's my name there, so it's Ezra Weiss at Unlocked. I'm very active on Instagram, so you can follow me on Instagram at Ezra Weiss. And then on Twitter, I have a different name, which makes life complicated. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Twitter because you'd love to do that, you can follow me at WarmUpGuy on Twitter. Exactly. And Hannah? You guys can always find me everywhere on almost, well, most social media platforms. If I'm there, just look up at a silly red, and you'll probably be able to find me real quick. Yep, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, Facebook and Tumblr Animation Station Podcast, and on Twitter at Animate Podcast. All of our episodes come out every Monday, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and on our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com. And be sure and check out our... Uh, unlock streams every Wednesday night at the wonderful magical time slot of 9 p.m. Central. It's a good time, Josh. It's a good time. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, good time. it's a good time because when I'm done with them, I am tired, so then and then I just go to, to bed. bed. <laughs> what time is that for you? 11? Uh, no, it's it's 9 p.m. for us, but our stuff usually goes for like an hour and a half because I like oh. to talk. Whenever I'm on, that's short. Yeah, when Hannah's on. It can go for like two, sometimes two and a half to three hours. Yeah. Oof. It's yeah. A long time. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you get two well, nerds together. That's what you do. You get a lot of talking. Yeah. Exactly. Well, a Merry Christmas to you both and a Happy New Year and much success with everything that you do. You as well, Ezra. Thank you so much, Ezra. You have a great holiday. Thanks, Hannah. You too. Bye, Josh. Bye, Hannah. Bye. Bye. So for the Love animation, you guys. <laughs> so, so for the animation station podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Hannah. I'm Ezra. <laughs> bye, bye, little butterfly. Bye, bye, little butterfly. <laughs> Miraculous ladybug. <laughs> <laughs>